All right. Welcome back. And this is that podcast, episode 29, coming back at Sherlock Cleopatra, as they used to say. As what's his name used to say, bro? Who's that bloke? Ali G. Ali G banger. So, what are we? I'm sure we're at episode 29, actually. Yeah, it is episode 29. Coming back, bro. Just got back from Melbourne, the city of gladiators. Got to say big ups to Melbourne, bro. You guys came through with the heat on the weekend. Friday and Saturday was immaculate beyond belief at the Lithuanian Club. Stuchta. Unbelievable, bro. Let's run through what happened, bro. So I rocked up Friday <clears throat> in the morning, quarter morning flight with my cousin Svet, who does the production behind the shows. Anyway, kicked back in the day, this dad licked the river, went for a run along the Yarra. Lucky I didn't lick it because I was close, bro. I was about to dip the schnoz in there, but one of the gladiators heeded a warning. He goes, hey, this warning, young soldier. And I go, all right. He goes, don't lick it. You won't be able to make it to the show tonight. So I didn't lick it. Let me just get this pop filter out so it doesn't sound like a cut the strophes. So I didn't lick it, but... I did go for a mad run along that thing. I saw some um, heads walking around. But Melbourne, bro, there's a different a different look of head around, which I, I kind of don't mind it, bro. Sydney's got a certain type of head, an aggressive head. When you look at a Sydney head, you go, oh, this guy's ready to brawl or go into the cubicle with four of his mates. But Melbourne doesn't have that vibe. It's a little bit more of a <clears throat> European feel, bro. Everyone was like, it was Friday lunchtime, bro. I was running along the Star, not Crown Casino down there, just chilling out, bro, looking around, looking left, looking right, perceiving things like a lone wolf lost in a city. And um, everyone was just chilling, bro. Guys, girls having champagnes, like Friday other, bro. It felt like Europe. I go, bro, I've been to Europe plenty of times, bro, and I love that place because of the lifestyle. Work-to-lifestyle ratio is pretty much on point. They don't really work very much, actually. It's mostly lifestyle-to-work ratio they got. But over here, there is this can fly, bro. If I get you now, it's going to be the last It's gonna be the last microphone that you've ever sat on, bro. Mama talking to your air bum. Anyway, <clears throat> kicking back, went for a mad 7K run. Then what I do, I went and got myself a beer. I went back to the hotel room at a mad hotel in the middle of the city, five-star this day, Audi, and um, did some push-ups, some sit-ups, some meditations, Wim Hof, sucking in oxygen like some aircon unit, just <sighs> trying to get oxygenated so I can get my game right for the night, right? I know it's a sold-out show. I was pumped. I was ready to go. Anyway. Uh, what happened? Six o'clock, Paris, my promoter, Paris, the promoter. He goes, Vlad, man, I need you at the Lithuanian club. we got to test out microphones, the projector. I have my, like, I've got a projector backdrop in the background with, like, a slideshow on it. Some of the points you can't, uh, you can't or- orally explain them because they're so catastrophic. Like, some of the fashion that people wear, I can't explain it. Because no one wants to know what a scuba diving boot looks like from Balenciaga. they got to see it. So I'll throw it up on the screen. You can have a look, have a laugh, and then understand where I'm coming from. Angles. This, that. So I went over there. I turn up in this place. This place is minimum 110 years old. Minimum. And there was one man inside. He was minimum 90 years old. 
maybe 95. I'm not sure. He came to a point where you can't guess the age of him. The missus is calling. Pause. All right, we're back. So this guy was about 95 years old. Poor bloke, mad bloke, nice bloke. Not poor as in financially poor. I'm pretty sure he's he's swimming in it. Now this flies on my bicep. Mameto! Anyway, so Paris and Paulie, who does the stage production, I go, Vlad, come over here, man. Um, come plug your laptop in. So I plug the laptop in the HDMI. I'm looking on the screen. Nothing's popping up, bro. Right? Now this screen is maybe 80 years old. The projector is the size of an old fridge. So I'm going, oh, God, we're finished here, bro. This poor bloke from the Lifo Club, he's screwing together a mic stand. Like, that's important. I don't even need a mic stand. I just need a microphone in my hand so I can rap. This guy's screwing together. I go, bro, can you come here help us with this thing? By the time he came over, bro, he's still screwing the mic. I go, leave the stand, bro. I don't need it. Leave a mic on the floor, pick it up. I don't care, but without this projection, he goes, He goes. all right, this, I, I go, who does all the technical stuff here, bro? Or do you just open it up like it's the Marana Hall in 1988 in Hurstville and it's just timber floorboards and high ceilings and no one knows what's going on and we've got to set it up? Or do you have, what, what am I paying cash for? He goes, no, 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 I'll help you, I'll help you. So we're trying to work it out. No projection, nothing's happening. I'm starting to lose it. Now, this is 6.30. Doors open at 7.30. I go to Paris. Paris, bro, make some magic happen now before I seriously just jump in an Audi and get out of here, bro. You can explain it to people that nothing's set. He goes, stay calm. We'll sort it out. So the next problem, there's no speakers. There was a speaker the size of these little speakers that I used to buy from my computer when I was playing Doom 3D back in 2004. Like little, I'm talking about little speakers, bro. He goes, no, 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 that's all you need for here, bro. That's all you need in here. I go, no, no, there's 300 people giggling, smirking, twerking. I need I need projection, bro. I've got punchlines here that like smart people can only understand. And if, if, if it's slightly muffled, forget about the sub 100 IQs, bro. I'm gone. I'm going to have a silent crowd. They don't understand the innuendo, the insides and outs of, of being an immaculation. These guys are just drifting through space. I'm out there free-falling now, overanalyzing things. I start getting anxious. I go, bro, I'm going to start smoking again. I needed a drink. So they go, calm down. So I went and I got myself a little nip of scotch. No, no drinks, by the way. So there's no drinks in the place. The bar shut. There was a recital of 10-year-old guys and girls doing ballet in the next room. I'm going, this could possibly be the biggest catastrophe that has ever happened to me. I'm about to meet 300 gladiators that have been waiting for a year to rap. And this is what's going on. So I was on eggshells, walking on broken glass. I don't know what the sayings are, the going all English sayings, but all I know is that I was very panicky. So... Those speakers were crackling, muffling. I'm going to, he goes, he goes, test the mic. I go, no problem. All right. All right. What's going on? What's going on? I go, it's over. He goes, oh, that's the only speakers we got. I go, guys, guys, this should have been organized earlier. What are we doing, bro? 
So these guys go backstage in this huge theatre. They find two powered speakers by the grace of the good Lord above that looks after us all the time, and they bring it back. They go to this bloke, can we use these? He goes, yeah, go for it, use it. He didn't even suggest they didn't even know they were there, bro. They were under some staircase where ghosts live. So we got those speakers. We somehow got new XLR cords or whatever they are, UX, I'm not sure, and plugged those speakers up. They worked. They projected all the way to the back of the room, the front of the room. The poor people at the front probably got tinnitus, sorry, because it wasn't surround sound, but they ended up sounding mad. Right, now projector is the problem number 10. Poor Paulie. He had to go find a projector from someone. Paris went and going to pick it up. Pick it up. They went came back. They plugged it in. It was kind of okay, but it wasn't what I was looking for. It wasn't Audi. It was more Toyota Cressida. But it made it. It was all right. So now it's 7.30. We had a security guard there. We told the Gaseki, don't open the door till 8 o'clock, bro, because people are going to come in. We're not set. We're not ready. So I went backstage, started meditating, praying, put my head under cold water. I don't know, I was just trying to center myself. Cut it, 8.30, the, the room's full. Not everyone came because it was, it was sold out 300 people in the first day, this show. But not people have changed emails address, they've changed this, they've changed that. Some people have moved out of Melbourne. So not everyone came, but 80% was there and that was enough, right? It was a pretty solid room. We got on stage at 8.40 and it was immaculate beyond belief. Crowd was loving a booming, bro. Not booing, booming. When we walked out, we were laughing, dancing, giggling, wiggling, just stitching beyond belief, bro. People were going to lose her. So it was a mad night in the end, bro. Now, before I move on, don't let your next event be a catastrophe, bro. Wow Catering is what you're going to do if you need your stuff catered to. And it's going to be 50 bucks off the first $150. bucks. tell them that Vlad sent you, all right? It's the premier office and event catering in Sydney. Office and client meetings, celebrations, birthdays, this, that. Picnics with the missus, bro. Stitch 50 off your first order over 250 just add the promo code VLAD, or if you call them, speak to Pete V or whoever is there, let them know VLAD sent you off the Dist Out podcast. You're going to have to support the supporters that support the podcast, bro. These guys are keeping me going. If they drop off, no more Dist That. I'll be back to rap real estate, and we're just going to keep it minimal that way. I'll probably have to buy another Audi. Too much cash that way. Whereas this way, more jokes, more strategies, little bit less cash, doesn't matter. Who knows? Who cares? So Google Wow Catering or on Insta, it's Wow Catering Sydney, and there's one in Kuwait. Don't call them. But these guys can do any type of event that you want, like buffet style. If you want um, cocktail style, they can do that stuff from sandwiches to a souvlaki, fakia. I've said it before, salads, wraps, bro, anything, chicken schnitties, Chicken sticks, bro. Chicken stick it on the list, bro. Wow, catering. Give them a call. Obviously, they've been with me since uh, I whistled then, since episode number 10. And we want them to keep on going. They will keep on going. So call Wow Catering. That's what I call when I'm getting hungry. 
All right, so, yeah, it was a mad night. Now, a couple of celebrity stars came out. The old Sushi Mango boys came along. Those three units, two big boys, Carlo and uh, Carlo and Joey, and one guy looks like he's been doing chin-ups and bicep curls since 1994, uh, Andrew. All legends, got to meet the boys. Now, we are wogs on the internet, like wogs united, basically. Had a bit of a laugh with the boys. They came backstage. I wanted to meet them, obviously. I'm a fan of what they do, how they rap. None of them have an Audi, but a bit disappointing, to be honest. Slightly tanned, I've got to say that. I've given that, and um, shredded. we'll talk about that another time, but definitely tanned. They need to walk on the Audi this day and hair flickering. But I had a chat to them. Then I met some gladiators out. I took my time a bit on Friday, bro. I went out after the show and met maybe 20, 25, 30 people. And that was all right. Everyone left because they were waiting. They go, this bloke's nowhere. He's probably had to go drop a bog. Who knows? He's sweating. Then I was, all of that stuff. But then the next day, I chilled out, did nothing that night, went straight home, relaxed. I was on a high because of all the pressure. You can't relax, bro. The bed felt like I was laying on rocks, bro. I I couldn't relax. People think that, oh, you just go out there, bro, it's easy, just stitch her. It is easy. I will say that, definitely easy. But afterwards, sometimes you can't just chill out and like close your eyes and go to bed. So I just kind of watched Die Hard with Bruce Willis and I put myself in his shoes and I go, well, that's a harder job than what I was doing. So ended up drifting off to sleep. Saturday was sick. I love Melbourne, bro. I walked around Melbourne City from like nine in the morning. I don't know where I went. I went and got a coffee. I've been off coffee, as you heard the last uh, podcast where I couldn't even think because it was just wrapping me too much in my head, bro. I was just getting drinking coffees nonstop like some Italian barista or barrister, up to him, up to her, her own decisions. And I just went for a walk through the city. I thought I'd bump into a few people. I didn't see anyone I knew. I went into shops. It's actually a little bit disappointing because I've seen some of my favorite shops were closed, bro, from last time when I was there, 2019, end of 2019. Some of my favorite shops, I wanted to buy some for my daughter. That shop was closed. I was going to go get a jacket from this other come out looking like Fonzie from Happy Days with a leather jacket. That was also closed. So there was, it was a little bit, you know, seeing the reality of COVID, bro, which is the most catastrophic flu and sneeze of all time. So Saturday night panned out a little bit different. So Saturday night I go to Barry and the boys, you guys set up this shit. I'm just going to roll up at 8 o'clock. I don't want to see anything. I'm going to roll up and turn up on stage. That's it. So he goes, no worries, bro. Tonight we're going to have a better projector, better sound system, the whole bit. Last night was dress rehearsal compared to tonight. All right, no worries. So I stayed in bed. After I walked around like 10 kilometres during the day, I went home, had lunch. Sorry, had a 7K run again. Then I went and cracked some Nando's, hot sauce, big mistake, okay? If you've got a performance at 8 o'clock or 8.30 and at 2 o'clock you're crunching chili sauce, that's the exact amount of time your digestive tract needs to get from the top hole to the bottom hole, all right? So it's probably a white, heed my warning, soldiers. Don't eat hot Nando's. Crack a mild on there if you're a hero or go medium. Don't go hot. Because you're bored, bro, and you don't know what to do. You've been listening to podcasts all day. Entertain yourself with other things. 
I've gone hot like a hero. And then just precisely at 6.30, 7 o'clock when I'm starting to get ready, I've had to go to the toilet four times like I was negotiating a sale. That wasn't a good thing, bro. I'm going, if this thing crepes me on stage now, I'm finished. And this Lithuanian club has got one toilet where you got to walk through the crowd and go at the back. That wasn't going to happen for me. I was just going to have to unload it and move on like Kevin Hart did once when he had bad chicken. True story anyway. So I roll up at 8 o'clock. I have, what did I have? I had one beer. I was just going through my notes, bro. I've got to go through the strats, right, just to see what I was going to wrap. And I got there. I went through the back door like a Greek porno. And then I walked in there. There was people already populating the room. Straight away, get nervous, bro. Like you hear people talking. I go to Svet. Get out of here, bro. She brings some friends through so that are chatting to me backstage. I don't want to talk to anyone before the show, bro. They're psyching me out. I'm trying to think. These guys are talking to me about their life. Oh, I smoked durries yesterday. Now I'm vaping. Oh, my job got laid off. Now I'm on job. Bro, I'm not bothered at the moment. I need peace, tranquility, nature sounds on YouTube and water dripping in the background while I meditate. Got to get in the zone of rap. This is like a listing presentation, but more in Mac. Listening presentation of 300 people. So I turn up on stage Saturday night, huge energy. That people's energy was even bigger than the night before. So I had a couple of beers before, like just two. But I one cardinal sin. I missed dinner, bro. I didn't eat nothing. From 2 o'clock till 8.40 when I got on stage, nearly seven hours later, I didn't eat nothing. I think I had a handful of cashew nuts from 7-Eleven or something for two bucks. So it's not enough for a, a big front rower kind of a body like mine, should I? but still large, outputting 4,000 calories a day. So I was like, oh, God, as soon as I got on stage, I knew that this is not going to go down well. But like the good Lord's got my back again, I told you, it held me through for about half an hour. I was repping, stitching, plugging, things going left, and then – for some reason, the crowd started to get a bit swirly and whirly in my head, bro. I was looking out at people. I'm sweating. I've got four huge, like, floodlights down on my head. I started getting a bit lightheaded. I go, oh, geez. Now, inside, what's coming out of my mouth? Who knows? Just, I'm talking, bro. I'm on autopilot. Like what I am now. I don't even know. I'm not thinking about shit now. It's just happening. It's like, a, like what Kanye West or Kanye East says. It's a stream of consciousness, man. He's on a stream of crack, that bloke. But for mine, it was like I was just talking. But behind the talking, behind the curtains, it was my conscious going, hold yourself up, bro, before you hit the deck. And I was close, bro. I thought, if I keep exhaling more than I'm inhaling with these long anecdotes and stories going down rabbit holes, getting lost like in Alice in Wonderland, I'm going to hit the deck. I'll hit the deck like a sack of shit, go down in front of everyone. It'll be the funniest show they've ever seen in their life. All you hear is, Whoa! Hello, visual energy. Hello, this is Sven. It's 9.07. Just popped in. Sorry about that. I had to drop the kids off at school. Today is parent-teacher meeting. And I uh, bumped into one of the other parents there that actually had a concern about one of the parking spaces there. I just needed to know. But I'm in anyway. Hello, Visual Energy. 
Visual Energy Signs, bro. Design and signs. That's what you need for your shop fronts, for your car wraps, and for anything that you're going to do running. Gyms, commercial spaces, businesses, offices, Visual Energy Signs. All right, hit them up. <clears throat> They've been sponsors from number from day number one, episode actually number T. They do all the in-house designs, bro. If you want to re-jig the design of your shop, if you've got a bubble tea shop, all right, your name's Jack or Jackie, doesn't matter. Could be a guy or a girl, and you've got bubble tea, bro, and the shop looks as faded as your hairline, give Visual Energy Signs a call. Say, come down here. I need a refurb. I want to make the shop look like I know what I'm doing, and I want a new rejig design design. They'll help you out with that, bro. They've done big things 20 years in the game. They can do your car wrap as well. they got the custom cut stickers. They can do cards. I don't know if they do cards, but I'm throwing that in there. DDS, if you get the card thing out, put it on me. But most importantly, Svet is there a wrap. Don't call before 9.10 or after 4.55 and between 12 and 1.15 at lunch because that's just a little lunch break. But Visual Energy Signs are the number one sign company. I said from Wollongong and Greater Sydney, they'll go there to rap. They also do the Southern Highlands. There's a lot of people out there. You might be a sparky, bro. Your car looks like shit. Visual Energy, make yourself look pro. Audi your car. If it's an Audi and you're an agent, maybe put a sticker, bro. I rap for life. I rap like a legend, bro. Throw a few stickers. Rain and Horn. LJ Hookers. Do it, bro. Visual Energy Signs. Again, Svet will answer it. Hello. Hello, this is Visual Energy. I've got to go away on a weekend break this weekend because my nephew's getting married down in uh, Sorrento and I might not be in on Monday. Depends on how I feel. Might be COVID related. Have to get tested and then come in on Tuesday, but I'll, I'll do my best. She can even get it diverted onto a mobile phone, bro. She works from home. It's an animal of a worker, bro. The best kind of service you can get from a reception through to customer service related stuff. Visual energy signs, jokes aside, obviously immaculate, 20 years in the game. Speak to them about anything quality for shops, commercial, fit outs, designs, light boxes, the whole bit. Visual energy signs, hello. So that where, where I'm up to, I nearly hit the deck, right? So I start wobbling. I'm starting to lose where I'm going in my story that I was telling. And I'll go, bro, what am I going to do? Am I going to hold myself to account here and be a hard ca- hard can and go out there and just finish this? Blood, sweat, tears, bro. If you hit the deck, hit the deck. Die with pride like Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Just do it like that. Or should you be a little bitch and just drop the mic walk backstage, guzzle some Gatorade and then come back in two minutes. People can lose it, yelling, screaming, booing. Who cares, bro? you got to look after yourself. I chose number one, bro. I go, I'm not going to go down. No way tonight. Now, apparently you couldn't tell. Like my cousin Svet goes, oh, I could see a little bit you're going nowhere, spinning the wheels a little bit like you did in Karaoke Street with the VL. But I go, bro, I was nicked there in my head at one point. And she goes, yeah, I could tell a little bit. But the problem was on the piano, there's a piano on stage. Instead of going for the water, I kept going for the scotch. I pour a double shot of scotch there just in case, like a little bit of a pepper. But that's not the right thing to do, bro. I've got to go for water. Water's boring, but it's, it's necessary to lick rivers while you're up there. 
So I'll go far out mistake number one. Next two shows, there's going to be no alcohol pre-show or after the show except for the last show where I have nothing on the next day, which is Geelong on Sunday. So I ended up getting through it miraculously, sculling water, everything happened. On Saturday, the Vladiators hung around. I'll go to them, listen, I'm coming outside right now, wait. There was 200 people out there in the hallway, bro. It was Urnibes. Shaking, baking, talking, walking, taking photos, little machines flying everywhere, bro. I'm thinking, bro, my missus sees this. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. Zavrashensum. When she gets home, when she starts flickering through the photos, which she did. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Huh? Explain yourself. Who's she? Who's that little? I don't want to. I go, bro, I don't know who they are, bro. They bought tickets. I'm just trying to say g'day, bro. This has been a long time coming. We've been following each other for years, bro. Look, we're just trying to get acquainted, you know? With guys and girls. There's mostly guys. A lot of testosterone in there. Like you could impregnate someone just by burping in my shows. That's how many blokes come along. So, yeah, that was a mad night, Saturday night. felt like a truck hit me, though, honestly, when I got – Finished up with everyone and I left the venue at about 10.30. Paris took me to some place called Bar Romantica. Bar Romantica. These Italians flying everywhere, make burning pizza crust, giving us mozzarella on a little side plate, some olives that have got more oil on the outside than the inside. And I drank a beer, smashed some pizza and some pasta, much needed. And I went home and hit the sack. Next day, came home. Yesterday was a bag of crap day, bro. I had to relax. Head was nowhere. Had to recalibrate. But I'm back today. Through a 10K running this morning. The knees are getting back. I'm running slower, but they're getting back. Back to wrap. Hopefully by <clears throat> mid-year, end of the year, I'll be, be able to run fast again. I'm pumped up. For this Friday, it's getting filmed professionally. So whoever's got tickets for this Friday, which is the recent drop of tickets, so everyone's going to remember, there's 300 tickets that sold out, you're in for a treat, bro, because I'm really going to rejig the stand-up set. It's going to be perfect. Saturday, again, can't wait to meet everyone. And Sunday, Geelong, get your act together, bro. I think Geelong's maybe 60% or 70% sold. You guys need to get it together, the rap, bro. What's going on down in Geelong? You guys tuning your VL Commodores, VK Commodores? What's going on? Buy some tickets, bro. 35 bucks. You're not going to – don't worry about changing a manifold or or a spark plug in a car that was built before you were born. All right, so I'll see you guys this weekend, Victoria. I love you. Obviously – it's I have an affinity for the for the state and the city because of the support, but after that, guys, after this Victorian, we've got Sydney next Thursday. You guys have taken your time on the tickets, bro. 75% sold out. I thought I was going to wrap my home city first. But even Jesus didn't go back to Galileo, bro. He kept moving on. So we've got to keep going. If you're keen, Sydney, Factory Theatre, I can't wait to meet you guys as well. And after that, I'm going to Adelaide to drink more red wine than Jesus did on the final supper. So, rap stitch plug, you know the deal. I'll see you this weekend. Up until then, 